This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, you know it's Taz and Moose. You know it's Taz and Moose. Hey. Oh, it is Taz and the Moose with you here on this Friday morning on CBS Sports Radio as we come to you live from the Rocky Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Who understands that it's not just a mortgage, it's your mortgage. That's the difference. Rocky Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Number to call 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Attention hotline fans. NFL picks coming your way later on this hour, but what do you need to know here on this October Friday morning? Here you go, the three. It is now time for the three. We get you caught up on the three biggest headlines of the day with Taz and the Moose. Number one. Astros now one win away from the World Series. Oh, they certainly are. It's not like they've had an offensive explosion in this series, Taz, but they're in big hits with runners in scoring position. I think they were, you know, three for 14. They've come with guys on base, right? I mean, Correa, Springer last night. Both had a pair of three-run bombs, gave the Yankee, gave the Astros a 6-1 lead. They go on to win the game 8-3. They're a smart, heady team. You know, uh, you know, Zach Greinke wasn't exactly great. I mean, he couldn't get out of the fifth inning, but uh, he was good enough. That Astros bullpen has been dominant. Uh, Masahiro Tanaka gutted his way through five innings before handing the ball off. Chad Green then, after warming up, I mean, how many times can you warm Chad Green up before he comes in the game? He warmed up on three occasions before he finally came into the game. You know, he probably gives up that big home run uh, to Carlos wow. Correa, uh, which was a, which was a problem at yeah, the time. No, no, and, you're right about and, the warm up there. Yeah, too. it's I mean, like it start, stop, start. It, it, it kills your joint. It, he was it, warming it, up it, in the first it, inning. Yeah, it, it's it, that's tough. That's tough. Or that, second inning, I should say. Second inning. How many pitches? Just, we talk about pitch count all the time. Think about that, right? Yeah, I, good point. You know, I mean, yeah, you're right about that. And this Yankee team, offensively, Taz, as good as they were in the regular season, they've gone quiet, uh, and they're not doing much. They were 0 for seven with runners in scoring position, had 13 strikeouts. There's a number of guys in that lineup that are really struggling. I mean, you could count on basically three fingers, the guys that are hitting, DJ LeMahieu, Aaron Judge, and Glaber Torres. Yeah. Uh, that's it. The rest of them aren't hitting, and that's a problem yeah. uh, when you're looking at the ALCS and trying to get yourself to the World Series. Well, no, you're right. And for a team like, like the Yankees that have so much you know, legitimate firepower, offensive firepower, and for their bats to get real quiet now, this at this point where it's do or die, and now you find yourself you know, one in three in this series, and you, you're, you're fixed to be outski and not going to the World Series here because I think tonight it's over. Now you asked me the question earlier. Um, I feel that the Yankees are going to lose at home tonight uh, to this Astro team. I mean, uh, you know, I got no dog in the fight, but you know, I got to tell you, I just think momentum is truly on the side of the Astros after we saw. The Yankees sweeping successfully uh, sweeping the uh, Twins. <coughs> excuse me, in the ALDS. You know, I don't know. I felt like, man, they got the guys are going to be rested. They're waiting on the Astros. Uh, they're dealing with a, a feisty Tampa Bay team. While Tampa had to remember those couple of wins uh, at home in Tampa there, and that that horrible stone gimmick Jones they have. 
But no, all that rest didn't mean nothing that the Yankees had because even though they did win that first game, you pointed that earlier, earlier I should say, now Houston leads 3-1 to one and your Bombers are in deep, deep trouble. Yeah, I'd agree with you. I, I, think it, I think it does end tonight as well with Verlander on the mound uh, for the Houston Astros. James Paxson will be on the mound for the Yankees. And, you know, the Astros are also a ticked-off team. They play with a little bit of an edge because of that story we mentioned earlier on in the program about the whistling in Game 1, a game in which the Yankees won 7 nothing, and the Astros didn't do anything offensively. And I think the Astros, Taz, uh, you know, we watch baseball all year long. I think they're ticked off about this idea where people kind of want to downplay their success because they feel like they're cheating, mm. whether it be stealing signs, yeah. relaying signs, looking for an edge. I mean, and I think they've basically heard enough of it. A.J. Hinch basically told you as much before the game yesterday. Correa, after the game last night, and he had a big three-run home run, said, listen, nobody was tipping pitches and we weren't stealing signs tonight. And we came through with big hits. So it's not all about that. I think they're a little ticked off about this story coming out. The Yankees leaking it out there, complaining about them whistling during game one. Yeah, it's a silly story. We talked about that earlier. It's ridiculous that even came up. But I could, I get your point, and I could see how uh, I agree. Could I motivate think, you. Yeah, definitely motivate you how the Houston Astros definitely have a chip on their shoulder because they feel like, what, we're just not good enough? We don't have enough you know, enough firepower, enough uh, excellent pitching? We, we don't have guys like Springer, guys like Bregman, guys like, like, like Altuve, guys like Correa that aren't enough talented guys that we can't just get credit for winning games. We've got to be cheating this, that, and the other thing. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, I, I, whatever, hey, listen, whatever motivates you to keep on winning, whatever motivates you and your teammates to keep winning, no matter what sport it is, no matter what team it is, what style it is, you got to keep rolling with it. So if you're going to have that attitude, if the Astros have that attitude, it's working because they got a big 8-3 victory on the road in the Bronx last night. You know, and they put up eight eight solid hits, clutch hits at, to- at, at the right times. And the Yankees just, what, they have four or five hits the whole game? And, then, and four errors. Yeah, four errors. Yeah. They had to go back to 76, the most uh, Yankees had five errors in a playoff game. So right behind that, they were atrocious last night. Here's Hinch. Uh, the Astros manager on his team's pitching success. Zach getting out of the first with only one run, you know, having spent a lot of pitches and a lot of stressful pitches and some really good at-bats by by the Yankees um, was pivotal for us to just kind of hang in there. I was asked a lot about our bullpen coming into this series. Um, the series is not over, but, but so far this series, our bullpen has been huge to to complement a really good starting rotation. Yeah, I wanted to mention one other thing with regards to this game, Taz, that you and I have yet to discuss. Uh, feel terrible for CeCe Sabathia, mm. uh, who had to leave the game due to injury. Uh, we know this is his last year. You know, um, he came back for one more year. He helped the Yankees win a World Series in 2009. You know, he's debatable whether or not he'll have uh, his name called for Cooperstown and be a Hall of Famer, but he's awfully close. He's had a wonderful MLB career. Uh, whether it be with the the Indians, the Brewers, or the Yankees. Uh, Last night, if you missed it, if you weren't watching, uh, came in in relief. Uh, That's his role for this team. Guys were on base, uh, threw a pitch, knee buckled, hurt his shoulder, walked off the mound, grimacing in pain, threw a a pitch to see if maybe he could continue. He couldn't. Uh, The Yankee uh, trainer walked him off and went into the clubhouse, did not address the media after the game. Uh, and, you know, he could easily be replaced on the roster uh, before the game tonight. I mean, you feel terrible for a guy that that's the way that he goes out, you know, leaving the mound hurt. Uh, yeah. that, that's that's a tough way to go out. I, I completely agree, and a guy has had some kind of career for sure. Um, hell of an athlete, hell of, a, hell of a pitcher for so many years, and his success. And, yeah, you're right, for it to end like that, um, 
you know, like you said, buckling the knee and then he's grabbing at the shoulder. I mean, that's it's tough. It's tough. And then, yeah, you do. It is sad. It is sad. And because, and, you know, everybody wants to have some kind of, you know, in your mind, a great send-off. Not that you need to be praised, but just you end on your own, you know, in a positive way. And for something, a guy like this who had such an excellent career, you know what I mean? Like, it's... And to potentially end like this is, is, is well. It I mean, and Taz, you were in the wrestling game, and how many guys you hear, whether it be re- you, you don't want to go out hurt. No, you, no, you never you as a as a performer, as an athlete, as a competitor, you never want to leave. Whether it be the ring, the field, the ice, you know, you never want to be your last moment in that respective sport to be walking off the field hurt. I mean, that, and that yeah. I felt bad. Listen. Sabathia's career is over. He knows it's over. He's sure. no longer that kind of pitcher any longer. But he wanted to see he's done so much for the game, and he's battled a lot outside of the game as well. Right. I, I really felt bad for him that that's the way it ended. And, you know, it was a tough scene when he's not well, talking to the media after the game, and he's not like that, Taz. You know last night was a really difficult night for Sabathia. Yeah, no, it, it really was. And that's why you saw him get emotional. He threw that one pitch to see if he was okay, remember? And, yeah. And he, as he walked off with the trainer, and and – he was emotional. I mean, and, and you're gonna. It wasn't because he was in pain. It's because he he knows. He, he hit his face in his glove. He knows. You could see his face. He was. He was it's very over. Emotional. It's done. Yeah. It's done. Tough. That, you know, tough deal. Very very tough. We'll see what happens tonight. Yankees. I mean, by hook or by crook. I mean, one way or the other. If it ends tonight or Game Six Saturday night, or even if they should get it by Game Seven Sunday, night, uh, the Astros are going to the World Series. Send it tonight, most. Yeah. I'm, thank you, Taz. Appreciate that. Just let you know. I'm Mr. Yankee. That you are. <laughs> I, I don't root against him. You know I, I know that. I know. And I, I I called. I smelt that one out before. I root for, Well, the Mets get eliminated. I root for New York. I know. Is it bad, though? Let me ask you guys, a Yankee fan. Is it, what's like, is that, like, a guy like me that does that, or would you rather deal with the guy that you, the Met fan that is blunt, that he hates the Yankees, and he's like, like Andrew Bogus is like oh, that? Oh, well, Bogus was, like, celebrating. Yeah, I know. He I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, a little more passive aggressive. Like yeah, I like to do things I'd underhanded. Rather, that's I'd my probably thing. rather deal with the guy that's in your face. You more. know, because you just know. I just know. Yeah. I yeah. I know what I'm walking into. I know the room that I'm walking into. Right. You know the 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 grin and the wry smile on the face after a tough Yankee loss. But me, I'm like, hey, Yanks looked pretty good the other day. Yes, I know. Yeah. And then secretly at home, you're like, man, come on, go. I'm wearing Astros right. helmet. He just Batting bought helmet. Like, Taz is on the MLB <laughs> website on the, buying a coal train shirt. <laughs> I'm on the coal train. Oh, that's funny. Right. <laughs> Next. Number two. Patrick Mahomes exits game versus Broncos with a knee injury. Yeah, so he'll undergo an MRI. The, there was not much to talk about the game. I mean, the Broncos got destroyed. Yeah. Uh, he, and and I'll tell you, I said it before. I'll say it again. I was dead wrong on Flacco. He stinks. Uh, it's uh, you, He's bro. terrible. And that offensive line got absolutely thoroughly embarrassed last night for the Denver Broncos. As John Elway is sitting there watching it. Uh, what is it? Is it still in Vesco Field at Mile High or whatever the hell they're calling it now? I don't know who's sponsoring it. But Mile High Stadium. Uh, the, the new Mile High. Uh, so... The Broncos are a mess uh, with under Vic Fangio, but the story is, despite the Chiefs' win, thirty to six, Patrick Mahomes on a quarterback sneak first half injures his knee, dislocates his kneecap. He'll have an MRI today. He was able to walk off the field. You saw the trainer pop the kneecap back into place. Um, he seemed to be upbeat, meeting his teammates after the game. Taz, he had a full length black sleeve on his entire right leg. 
uh, in the Chiefs locker room after the game. We'll see how long he's out. As one as one you know health expert said, it could be three weeks or it could be the year. So they're hoping that it's just three weeks and he's able to get back on the football field and there's no significant lead, uh, ligament damage. Yeah, I mean that that's the thing. I mean, you know, it, it stinks for the Chiefs and for the you know for the outside team and for the fan base that you know he could be out for a few few weeks, but. You know, when he initially got hurt on that quarterback sneak, which we talked about earlier, it's a rare thing that people get hurt or athletes get hurt on. It's not a high-impact player quarterback sneak, but, you know, it's a strange thing. It's a weird thing that happened, and that's what happened to Mahomes. But, you know, when he, the way he was walking up that field, it looked like it was going to be a lot worse. You know what I mean? It looked like, oh, boy. And, we you know, who knows? We'll see. I mean, so it's – the thing is, he is the face of the NFL, This and he's the right face of the NFL. So – it's tough for the game, for the for the league, you know, for the shield. It is tough, um, but and, and then we talked all about also about the uh, the Madden curse because he's going to cover the Madden game. Yes, and and all the all the athletes have been injured. Everyone on the, on the thing on the cover of that that gimmick, and it's like kind of kind of it's kind of hard to argue well, with the Madden eerie. curse. Right. Yeah, it's kind of a a weird deal, but. Um, I mean, it's good they face the Chiefs. It's also good. I'm sorry. It's good they face the Broncos because the Broncos are El Stinko. And it's really good that they have this legitimate defense, the Kansas City Chiefs, because they do. Their defense played excellent. And their defense, you know, basically got the win. Uh, and, and they're going to have to rely on that defense. They're going to have to really rely on that defense. Um, what do they got next? They got Green Bay next at home. So that, that's uh, Sunday Night Jones next week. So. You know, got some time to prepare for that, so uh, so we'll see what happens. Uh, we will, um, and uh, most importantly, and we'll have it covered right here on CBS Sports Radio when those MRI results come out, hopefully for the Chiefs, for the NFL, for the football fan out there, uh, that Mahomes is not done for the year, that he'll be back, and, and maybe within a month, Taz, that he's back quarterback in this Kansas City team. Um, and when those results are out, you'll certainly hear about it next. Number three. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver says financial losses in China, substantial. I would imagine. I mean, I, I would imagine they are. Uh, since they're they're no longer on television, uh, the NBA games have been taken over. This is after the Daryl Morey tweet. As uh, Andrew and I spent a lot of time, especially after um, LeBron James came out and made the statement that he had made, which was kind of nonsense, but... Um, you look at you look at silver here. Yeah, uh, you know. You, now there are guys that still have got sneaker deals. Um, I think uh, I mentioned a couple of them. You know, Dwayne Wade still has got his sneaker deal. Uh, C.J. McCollum has still got a sneaker deal. Amazingly enough, a for a, a current Brooklyn Net has got a sneaker deal over in China. Oh. What Brooklyn Net, Mike Biseglia, has a sneaker deal in China? Hmm, it's Dinwiddie? And you, you call you yourself? Oh, wow, he guessed. You did guessed, guess. Mr. Mr. But it was did an you educated, know that or did you guess? That was an educated guess. Right. But it was a guess. I so Spencer Dinwiddie hopped on Twitter yesterday and said, they're still selling my sneakers in China. <laughs> funny. Hey, Mike, <laughs> He's a funny I think guy. Moose just gave you a good segment for basketball drops. Uh, buying sneakers in, in China? In China, that are Dinwiddie's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. Probably bad. Right. Mike should, uh, what, Mike a, should, what am I going to say? So Spencer Dinwiddie has shoes Mike in China. should go over to China, turn on Uber, buy a pair of Dinwiddie sneakers, and, and deliver food in China. That sounds awful. That's a really bad idea. And terrifying. <laughs> I would say, you know, you could do Well, no, you can't I'll do have that. a hard time with the GPS. If you yes, pull sound like as like B-roll, like from this show about that, put it in your podcast, but you can't do that. That's illegal. Well, I'll file an injunction against you and a cease and desist. Uh, there's no shot I'm, I'm doing anything like it's that. It's illegal. Putting myself in any jeopardy for anything dumb. I know. I'm joking. 
Everybody relax. I'm just teasing, okay? Out of the podcast. Take it out of the podcast. I don't think it's going to end well here, Taz, no. for, for the NBA. Uh, I really don't. Um, and I don't think the NBA has handled this situation either all, all that well. So you would imagine, yes, the, the financial impact on the national. What, what Adam Silver said initially, uh, then how they had to walk that back. And talking about guys having freedom of speech and uh, and then China having the reaction that they did. Of course, I mean, you know, what the NBA is hoping here, Taz, is that over the course of time, people forget and yeah. people move on. I mean, no one's no one's making it. You want to know how popular China, uh, basketball is in, over in China? Now, obviously, the population is significantly higher as compared to the United States, but Basketball in China is two and a half times more popular than it is here in the states. Uh, you know, you, you don't, you know, because we live here. You, you know, you don't think about that, but that's crazy, right? I mean, it's that's insane. Nuts. Now, the, they've got a lot more people. I get that, but we're not, we're not talking about an insignificant. We're not talking about soccer here. I mean, you know, and, and soccer is widely pro- popular across the uh, pond, but I mean, we're, we're talking about the NBA is so successful. They generate so much revenue coming from that market. That now they're just hoping. I don't know if there's nothing they can do publicly to, to try and rectify the relationship, nor do I think they should. I think they're hoping that over the time, maybe that China does move on, their games get back on TV, and they go from there. Yeah. Huh? That's all they could do, no? Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Are we doing our picks now? No, not right now. We've got to go right. to break. Okay. We still have uh, breaks this hour, right, Pete? Correct. <laughs> 855-212-4227. We got week seven NFL picks coming your way next. It's Taz. It's Moose. It's CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4227. CBS Sports Radio is for Live brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com and in 15 minutes you could save 15% or more on your car insurance. We've got our Week 7 NFL picks coming your way here momentarily. Uh, Greg is here. The bearded one. Final update in the morning with us. What's going on, Greg? Nothing, man. Just, uh, you know, Counting the uh, counting the minutes down and uh, looking forward to uh, a good weekend here. Oh, there you go! Big plans this weekend. I'll be here tomorrow and Sunday morning. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> that's that's nice. great stuff. Hanging out here is awesome. Yeah. So uh, you know, me and uh, Billy G are actually talking about uh, getting together Monday night football. It would man. be the it would be the first time hanging out with a coworker here. So. Uh, well, Billy, where are you guys going to go? You're talking about the, hold on a second. You're talking about the weekend. You're talking about Monday. I'm confused. What's going on? Well, I'm part saying of weekend. I'm part of my weekend, getting through it, and then I'll, I'll get to hang out with Billy G. Oh, not here. No, you not meant, here. Oh, no. I missed this. No, story. he's going no. out to a bar. Wings? Yeah, oh, yeah. Who's? Oh. Billy's sick. Billy G is popular. I mean, Mikey B's his boy. Oh, yeah. Greg's well, his boy. Billy yeah. right now is, is, is in the little, uh, we call it the green room. It's, not, it's where the stale water is and the vending machine that barely works. It's a horrible room. <laughs> and the microwave that you would never heat food up in. 
Yeah, no. Not so, the but, but when guests we, come in, let's put them in there, though. That's, well, yeah. That's I mean, that's that's where when we had who'd we have on? Uh, we had Chase Utley in here. Had a nice conversation oh, nice. in the green room. He refused yeah. to sit in one of the chairs. Yeah, he said. No, he goes, yeah, exactly. He said, someone spray that down without Billy. Right there is taking a little bit of a mental break. He's been under the weather. He was out sick yesterday, and right now he's yeah. he's like, I, I just don't feel well. I is that true about Utley when he was here? Was that a true story? What's he didn't that? want to sit in what those chairs. I made that up. Oh, you should have, I would have ran with it. I, 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 that's awesome. It, that's true. It I, was a joke. Take that out of the podcast. He did Mike. stay. He did. Uh, Moose's joke was funny. Just I ruined it. Just, yes, I, sorry about that. Sorry. Damn it! I should have kept my mouth. I chummed the water and Taz bit. I, I, I did. You had no, me. I'm I, like, what, do you, what do you think? I'm going to ask Chase Utley? Be like, sit in the chair. No, I refuse. <laughs> well, he, when he came in, Chase the Utley, he looked very, very sanitary man. Yeah. So, well, I, right. The PR guy was sitting there. He was lounging, feet up. <laughs> Yeah, Utley was standing. I was having a conversation. We were talking about our kids. Well, that chair in the green room. Who knows what's happened in that thing on the weekends at night, too? You know I've never I'm been in there, so I, I mean, I've, I've heard horror stories, no, but that's bad. all I know. Yeah, it's a bad room. Yeah, I, I, it's, I mean, you have Keurig machines that don't work. That it's, fridge is the nastiest thing I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, no, it has a smell. There's mold that moves now. Oh, right. The mold <laughs> actually moves. It's, it's, right. 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 it's a mold has mold. <laughs> It's amoeba. Happy Friday. All right. All right. Oh, great. Take it away. Yes, sir. And uh, all the pitching chatter coming into the ALCS was the Astros' advantage in the rotation, the Yankees' overwhelming edge in the bullpen, but results matter more than anything. And now Houston's a win away from the World Series after going up three games to one with Thursday's 8-3 to three win in the Bronx. Here's Astros manager A.J. Hinch after five relievers combined on four and two-thirds and allowed just two hits behind starter Zach Greinke. Will Harris, standard operation, Will kind of comes in, does his job. Uh, Joe Smith, you know, was an error away from having a, a clean inning. Um, Osuna coming in, getting a big out in the eighth inning, and then waiting around a little bit, and then I sent him back out just to finish the game and and, and be done with it. Um, did a nice job having a, having a scoreless outing. Yanks could only muster five hits. The Astros got eight, a couple of three-run dingers from Carlos Correa and George Springer. Yanks 0 for 7 with runners in scoring position. They're now 0 for their last 14, dating back to game two. The starter in that one, Justin Verlander, goes for the knockout punch tonight against James Paxton. Good luck, boys. Aaron Boone's going to need to make a roster move. CC Sabathia exited the eighth inning. With a left shoulder injury, could be the final appearance of his career. Dusty Baker had his second interview with the Phillies yesterday. Buck Showalter on tap for his second visit today. Joe Girardi expected back for number two early next week. And they say that the baseball lifer is dying in the manager's chair, but the Phillies bucking that trend. Thursday night football, Broncos no match for the Chiefs. 30-6 to the final for mile high. Unfortunately, Patrick Mahomes dislocated his right kneecap on a quarterback sneak early in the second. Matt Moore relieved him, got Andy Reid his 200th career regular season win, tied for sixth most in NFL history. They didn't let down, which can you've seen that over the years. You've seen teams that let themselves down after one of your best players or the best player gets <clears throat> gets hurt, in particular the quarterback. And I was proud that our guys just stepped up and, and kept battling and, and really uh, everybody up their game. MRI expected today for Mahomes to see if there's any ligament damage in the knee. If not, he's expected to miss a minimum of three weeks. New Rams corner Jalen Ramsey practiced in full yesterday, could suit up for his debut on Sunday in Atlanta. Really happy to see that his back's feeling better. 
Jets linebacker C.J. Mosley said he's playing on Monday night against the Patriots. He's been dealing with a groin injury that derailed him in week one. College football tonight, number four Ohio State on the road against Northwestern. And three games tomorrow featuring top 25 talent, number 12 Oregon and number 25 Washington, 13th ranked Utah, home for Arizona State. And a good one in Happy Valley between number seven Penn State and 16th ranked Michigan. Finally, NBA, Zion Williamson's first visit to Madison Square Garden as a pro will be put on hold. The Pelicans are playing their preseason finale against the Knicks tonight, but Zion's not with them. Needs to go for tests on a sore right knee. Gentlemen, a pleasure as always, and uh, see you next time. Uh, great job. Thanks, Greg. Greg. Appreciate you it, buddy. It. Have yourself, uh, enjoy those wings with uh, with Billy G on Monday night. Yeah, right? have Don't a good get one. Sick. Tell Billy we said hi. Uh, here we go. Some NFL picks. Week seven. Go. The Taz and Moose picks are for fun only. This is not for gambling purposes, just some chuckles and a good time. Enjoy the Taz and Moose picks now. Listen irresponsibly. It's now time for the Taz and Moose NFL picks. The three picks you need to know. All right, so a little bit of a recap here. Uh, Taz is leading the way. He is uh, 12 and 6 through the first uh, six weeks of the NFL season, one and two a week ago. He's got a five game lead. I've been terrible with my NFL picks. One and two once again last week. I'm 7 11. Uh, nice. Maybe that's a good sign. 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven. Uh, no okay. doubt. Uh, fantastic coffee I, in the morning. Yeah, you know, I got to tell you. Great I, breakfast I, treats. It, it, it's all good there, yeah. I, I'm disappointed in myself. I mean, I, I'm bedling 12-6. and six. Uh, You know, I, I got a five-pick lead, but I'm bedling this. I mean, yeah, you're dreadful right now, but I, I, I'm disappointed. I, I'm going to do better this week. I'm going to. I want to. I want to go undefeated this there week. There you go. You like the attitude. I'm there you go. Positive Taz positive, on a yeah. Friday morning. Like to hear it. <laughs> All right. All right. Here we go. You got to pick number one. You lead the way. You go. Why do I got to go? Because I led. I was leading in college. I went first. You lead in the NFL. You go first. All right. That work. That's fine. Uh, we're going to go. Uh, what do we got? We talked a little bit about this earlier because of Jalen Ramsey being on the Rams down at the defensive backfield. So we got the Rams. Uh, going uh, out to going down to Atlanta. Atlanta is the underdog. Atlanta is plus three. I like the Rams in this one, buddy. I'm gonna go the Rams. They will cover. Um, I just feel like it's just too much talent. I just, even though I, I understand Atlanta's home and the Falcons are home, but the thing is, it's just too much firepower. There's momentum right now. Even though uh, Jalen Ramsey, you know, and probably with a lot of people were down on him, what was going on in Jacksonville with the back injury, he was at, not playing for three, two, three weeks, whatever the heck it was. I do think that when a guy like that comes into a new team, you know, even though the Rams are a really good team, I do think it even helps more. I think it brings some positivity. He ups the game of other players on that defense because he's such a good defensive player. Uh, arguably the best, best, you know, best D back in the game. Arguably, right? So he's in there. It's probably sitting at that left cornerback spot um, with guys like Weddle at free safety and 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 uh, who else they got? They got Rap there. So you know, I, I just think the defense is going to step up against an Atlanta team that's just not very good. Matt Ryan and crew are going to lose this game. I'll take L.A. to cover. Like it. Uh, like that pick. Uh, very much Kind of so. long-winded on that. Sorry. Uh, no, all good. Uh, pick number one for me, I'm going to take the Giants. I'm going to lay the three. They're healthier. Barkley makes his return uh, for the Giants. You'll like to see that. Arizona Cardinals come into town. I think you're going to get points in this one both ways. The over-under number for the game is 51. I'm going to take Big Blue. I'm going to lay the three. I get think they get themselves to three and four. Amazingly enough, you look at a giant team that's not particularly good. They're just a game out of first place in what has been a, a maligned NFC East as the Eagles and Cowboys are both leading that division, tied up at three, games, uh, at three and three records, and they'll meet up down in uh, Jerry's world on Sunday as well. But give me the Giants. The return of Barkley means a lot. Yeah. I think it'll take a lot of the pressure off Daniel Jones. 
Uh, I don't think the Cardinals defensively can wreak havoc and get after the Giant quarterback. I think defensively, Giants have made some strides. I think they might be able to get after Kyler Murray a little bit as well. Give me Big Blue laying the three. That's pick number one for me. All right, sounds good. So I'm going to surprise some people on this next game. Uh, We're going to go with the Bills. uh, They're hosting the Dolphins, as we know. We talked about this. And obviously, in every, like, just like consistent of every game this year, the Miami Dolphins are an underdog, okay? And they're they're plus 17 in this game. You got 17 also, right? That's Correct. Because I saw someplace 17 and a half, too. But yeah, I, I got it at 17. Okay, cool. So we'll go with 17. So Miami is plus 17. Believe it or not, believe it or not, I'm going to take Miami in this. They're going to lose the game. I just don't think my Bills are going to beat them by 17. I hope I'm wrong. Wow, there you go. Uh, but I do. I, I think 17 is a lot in the NFL. 17 is a lot in the NFL. I understand how bad that the Dolphins are, and, and it's cool for the Bills that my squad's coming off a bye week. But I, look, Kenyon Drake's good running back. Okay, he is. Now they're going with Fitzpatrick instead of Rosen, right? I saw that while I was on my wrestling trip. Correct. Am I correct on that? Yes. So that's a movement right there. Um, they, don't get me wrong. I, I don't want to be confusing anyone here, Boos. Dolphins are going to get beat. But you like them to cover. I do. I got it. That's I a like, lot of points. Like, 17. Yeah, 17. So, uh, you know, especially with Fitzpatrick at quarterback. I mean, so just a lot. And, you know, uh, so anyway, I feel I like, like I'm going to the Dolphins. Take, give me the 17. I'll take the Dolphins. That's a gutsy pick. I like it. All right. Let's head down to our nation's capital, and I'm going to take the 49ers. I'm going to lay 10 against the Skins. Um, and I understand handling success. Last week was a big test, and I get you – you know, West Coast team coming east, 1 o'clock start, down in Landover, Maryland. You say, wow, I mean, they just knocked around the Rams. Maybe the 49ers have a little bit of a setback. I don't think so. Not with that coach, Kyle Shanahan, who's a great, a great offensive mind. And he was asked about his time down in D.C. when he was part of his uh, father's staff, Mike Shanahan. McVay was on that staff. LaFleur was on that staff as well and said he liked the coaches, liked some of the players. Uh, but also, he said, it kind of ended after that. <laughs> After the players and the coaching staff, he said they're very dysfunctional, and the dysfunction continues for the Washington Redskins. McLaurin's a player at wide receiver. They don't have a lot, um, and I don't think Callahan's going to prove to be the solution. Um, last week, they beat a god-awful Miami team on the road and held on for dear life at the end. They come back home. Not a lot of faithful that's going to be believing in Washington. The place is not going to be rocking. Give me the 49ers. Lay the 10. They physically impose their will on the skins. That's pick number two for me. All right, so pick number three for me. Uh, we're going to do a little. Uh, we're going to do a little action uh, in Cincinnati. We got the Jacksonville Jags uh, traveling on the road to take on the underdog known as the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are plus three and a half home dog, as we say in the business. Home dog Jones. Uh, I'm going to take Jacksonville to cover in this thing here, Moose. So I'll take the Jaguars to cover. Um, too much, too much right now. I, I do think that that defense for the Jaguars is motivated. Now that Ramsey's gone, even though they liked Ramsey and he was part of that, the success of that defense, I do think guys like A.J. Boye, I think guys like like uh, Miles Jacks, I think Campbell, these guys, um, they want to prove that they are legit with yeah. or without Jalen Ramsey. I think that's a big plus. Minshew gimmick, you know, quarterback Jones. Uh, this guy came out of nowhere, and, and he's a good player. I just think they're going to beat up on the Bengals. I think Fournette's going to have a day, kids. Pay attention to me, everybody. Leonard Fournette will have a big day, uh, probably about a buck and a quarter yards. That's 125 for those not counting. I think uh, Marquise Lee will have a great day as a rec- playing receiver, as will Westbrook. So I'm Jaguars all the way in this thing. Love the Jags. My second favorite NFL team, by the way. 
<clears throat> so I'll take the Jags to cover uh, over Cincy. Uh, my third pick. I-, I love the Chiefs this week on the road in Denver. Take it up. Good job, Luke. I like your chances. I'm with you on that one. I'll take a fourth pick. I'll take the Chiefs, too. I'm with you. Um, Defensive my, touchdown. <laughs> um, my, my, uh, my third and final pick. I'm going to go to the Monday night game, and why not? Um, I'm going to take the Jets. Whoa! Plus the points. Um, at East Hold Rutherford. On. I'm going to take them plus the 10 against the Patriots. Wow. So you like the I, 10, right? Well, That's gonna, yeah, I don't think they win the game, Taz. Very similar to your pick in terms of the Miami Dolphins. I wish I was getting 17. I'm only getting 10. I'll tell you, you, know, you and I talked about it. We chatted about you know that, that Brady offense not exactly clicking on all cylinders. Mm. And you look at the Jets. When they stepped in, when Sam Darnold stepped onto that field, Taz, and you know this better than anybody playing in Division II football, it seemed like that team all of a sudden believed. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, and great quarterbacks can do that. I know Sam Darnold's got a ways to go to be that kind of a cow, but he's that kind of a presence on that organi- for that organization. He talked about this offense when it gets going as a chance to be great. I know the Patriot defense is very, very good. I just think it's a lot. I think it's a lot of points for a Patriot team that I've kind of been underwhelmed with a little bit this year. On I the love road, their, too. On the, to your on point, the on road. The road. Yeah. That place will be rocking. Oh, they, they hate at, the Patriots. They yeah. hate the Patriots. That place will be rocking on Monday night. I'm going to take the Jets. I'll take the 10 points. I think the Patriots remain undefeated. But I could see this game, you know, being a, you know, a, a 7 to you know, nine-point spread at the end. Maybe mm. the Jets get a garbage touchdown for a late cover, something of that nature. Give me the Jets plus the 10 on Monday night. That's my third and final I pick. would love it. I mean, and I, I'm a fan of the Bills in the same division. I would love it just to see the Patriots lose to a 1-4 Jets team. Oh, oh God. In Jersey there, oh, Belichick would be so pissed. He, oh, my God. I know. He hates, loves the Giants, hates the Jets. Hates the Jets organization. <laughs> Hatred. Oh, my God. It's a good Monday night game. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it'll be a fun atmosphere. Yeah. Because the two franchises can't stand one another. The Jet fan, that place will be rocking. Wow. They'll be partying all day long. Me and the Bills Mafia Monday just partying, laughing off our big victory over the Dolphins, watching these two teams beat each other up. It's awesome. Oh, I look forward to the videos on Sundays when the Bills are home. Oh, my God. Imagine all this. They're going to be throwing Dolphins through tables. Worth worth the price of admission. There's going to be, you'll see. Fake dolphins getting thrown all over cars, thrown into windows. Oh yeah, I got I get the emails on what the memo is, so I know what they're going to do ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, no, well, you're. What do you mean? You're like Bill's Mafia super fan. Uh, yeah, like I'm, I'm more like a shop steward there. Oh, a shop steward. Yeah, like a union member. You, you yeah. give the A OK what things are allowed and what things aren't. I'm more of a consultant. I just oh, give okay. opinions on it. And uh, especially the wrestling maneuvers they use. They're right. usually horrible, but it's funny. But, uh, yeah, there's going to be some uh, tiki torches involved, just to give you a little heads oh, up. Oh, nice. Yeah. Really might... set up that South Beach theme. Yeah, exactly. They're going to bring a little fire into it this week. Oh, nice. It's nice up there in Orchard Park. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. A little fire. It's getting chilly out. You know really? Right? Nothing Nothing <laughs> smells like fun, like alcohol, fire, and, and football. <laughs> well, it takes some lighter fluid. Burning table, oh, flaming table. Of course, big thing up there, <laughs> and uh, turn it on fire, and then just just maybe do an RKO to someone through a table. That's uh, an idea. There you have it. Your Taz right. and the Moose picks here uh, for a football Friday. You want to do the rundown? Seven is upon us. Yeah, you want to do the rundown quick? Yeah. Here are my three picks. 
Um, I'm taking the Jets plus 10, the 49ers laying the 10, and the Giants laying three against the Arizona Cardinals. I got the Rams covering over the Falcons uh, three. I got the Bills. I'm sorry, I got the Dolphins plus 17. I, I think it's a lot of points. So I think I, I'll take that. And then I got the uh, Jaguars covering over the Cincinnati Bengals three and a half. There you have it. We got the undercard coming your way next. It's Taz and Moose on this Friday morning, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose, coast to coast, pillar to post, on CBS Sports Radio. All right, time right now to answer our Ask the Pros question of the day, brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. This question is from Tina up in uh, beautiful Buffalo, New York. Will the Cowboys be able to throw against these uh, against the putrid Eagles secondary? Uh, good question, Tina. Don't forget, you can submit a question by going to cbssportsradio.com slash ask the pros. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices, excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every single day. I mean, Taz, they should, right? I think uh, they will. I mean, I, I, I don't see all of a sudden, um, uh, you know, that Eagles secondary getting shored up. Mm, uh, nah, Kirk Cousins lit him up. I would imagine Dak Prescott. But I'll tell you this, Taz. I, I don't know if it's necessarily – it's about these starts. Yeah, I mean they they get they put themselves behind the eight ball in these starts. They they did last week against the Jets. They're down twenty one three. They did the week before against the Green Bay Packers. They even did against the Miami Dolphins at halftime. That yeah. was a white. I mean Miami's in that game, right? Yeah. No, no, against the Miami yeah. Dolphins, the Giants scored the first touchdown against them. They were down behind against the Giants early. They got to get these. They they got to start like they play in the second half. They're much better in the second half than in the first half. They've got to figure out what they're doing with these starts. They were down with the Redskins, down in Washington early. No doubt. And the Eagles, D.C., that's Jim Schwartz, uh, former Lions head coach. Yeah, he's got to get it done uh, for sure. That that secondary is going to be a – if they're falling apart against the, against the Cowboys, that's going to be a problem, and Prescott's going to have a day. So guys like Maddox and and, uh, and Malcolm Jenkins, these guys got to step up. Darby, these guys got to step up. So uh, – you got you know so you want to get pressure up front too from from Fletcher Cox and company. You want to get that, you know, Graham. You want to get these guys moving. Prescott to hopefully throw on the run from 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 horizontal as far as a straight drop back. Yeah, uh, agreed with you. And we'll see. Um, you know, we, neither of us picked that game. Um, you know, Doug Peterson came out and basically said the Eagles are going to win the game. Uh, it didn't ruffle any feathers down in Dallas. I think I forget the four the cowboy that was asked the question. He said, well, "What do you expect the coach to yeah, say? Exactly. We're lose? Say the same thing. I mean, I mean, <laughs> we will win the game. Hot right. take, right? So um, I think I'm a little concerned about your Cowboys right now. Uh, you got to be honest, with you, dude. That, it's been problems with them. I mean, that's that's my NFC team that I predicted to go. I think I, I'm not. I think I had them going all the way, all the way, all the way Jones. Right? I had them going all the way. I think. Um, yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on. I mean, I, it's not um, – they really – this could be a game like this in conference. Or this could be something to get them back on track. It could. You know? Yeah, good point. That could happen maybe, hopefully, for the Cowboys and their fan base. I mean, they're 3-3 three and three right now. So – and the Eagles are 3-3 three and three also. So, I mean, you know, it's – it. look, it, the division sucks. Let's be honest. Division's I mean, terrible. It really does. I mean, the Giants yeah. stink, skins stink. I mean, it stinks. I mean, yeah, it's not it's not a good division. Uh, we'll see. That'll be a fun one. What's better, seven. AFC East or, or or the NFC East? Oh, AFC East. It is right. Yeah, it's a well, two team division, AFC East. But then again, the Jets make make some noise with Big Sam here. Well, yeah, been close to New England, and then That's you look not at true. that. What's that? The Bills are four oh, and one. <laughs> Come on, what are you saying? Four and one Bills, bro. 
I, I'm not knocking the It'll Bills. It'll be 5-1 after Sunday. I understand. After you beat the Dolphins. Damn right. I get it. I understand that. Uh, well, we, we, well, the, I, the, I don't think the Bills are winning a Super Bowl this year. Uh, Well, I don't know. I hope they do. Well, maybe they do, and maybe we'll have a memory lane and I have egg on my face at the end of the season. Maybe that does come down to it. Mark the tape. I mean, if you want to. Uh, but I, I don't think the Bills are winning, but it starts with – and then if you, if I was able – then you get to the Bills, who are clearly a more consistent team. And when you look at their defense, they've got a dominant unit every time they step on the field. Yes. And that gives them an opportunity each and every week. That's exactly right. So, and, you know, yeah, I mean, that uh, plays. Josh Allen, you never know what you're going to get with him. He's unpredictable. I mean, at times he's on point, And if he gets that, gets moved, I think he's going to have a lot of yards rushing this week, too. I think he's going to come out of the I pocket and run the ball a lot against, you know, against uh, against the Dolphins. So, it should be something else. I can see that. Party, man. I should, I should head up to Buffalo this weekend. I keep getting emails from, from the Bills. Yeah, you should head VP. on up. Yeah, I should go up there. That would be fun. Throw some guys through tables. Sign some out of waivers. It'll light up social media. I might get a lot of retweets if I go up there and suplex some 600-pound Bills fans oh, no to a doubt. table. That'd be awesome. Retweets? I mean, that'll hit the million mark. Yeah, it might be a lot. Throw a table on fire. Yeah, I'll just go. I'll wear one of those, uh, like, a FDNY suit. So in case I go on fire when I back arch into the suplex. Right. And a helmet. Like a fire department helmet. And a mask. Carry that briefcase full of waivers. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Having a Amazing. bunch of drunk Bill fans sign a waiver. That's it. As long as you're covered legally. That's all that That's matters. That's all that matters. <laughs> all right. Now, here we go. The undercard. Taz and the Moose present The Undercard. The stories from today's rundown that we haven't talked about on the show. All right, Michael, what do we got, bud? All right, Jennifer Aniston sent Instagram into a frenzy yesterday. She uh, signed up for Instagram and had a million followers in just five hours and 16 minutes, setting a Guinness World Record for the fastest IG account to reach the milestone. Do you know who the record was previously held by? Pete the Body. That is not right. Um, Al Dukes? No, he was 56. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, who would generate that? Kanye. Not Kanye, but a good guess. Uh, Conrad. <laughs> Jay-Z. Ah, no, ah. no. Different. Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Another okay, good listen, guess. I'm just going to spitball names. Listen, give a hint. Is it a male or female? Khloe Kardashian. Oh, okay. Is it a male or female? It's, um, it's, let me just answer the question. Okay, it's Prince thanks. Harry and Meghan Markle. Oh, who gives a rat's ass about, about that? Not even American people. Well, Meghan Markle is. Still? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think once you're American, you're always American. She lives over there now, across the pond. No? I understand that. I love all those people. Don't get me wrong. Yes. Yeah, I don't mean that negatively. Uh, how? So what was their record, Mike? Uh, their record was five hours and 45 minutes, and Aniston was five hours, 16 minutes. What did Aniston hour. post as their first Instagram post? Who's Aniston? Oh, Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston. You're right. You do the last name thing. A selfie with her friend's co-stars. Oh, man, that's... Oh, it's that they're hinting about Anderson that. like she's in the Marine Corps. Well, there's Anderson. Kills <laughs> in five laps. They're thinking about that show coming back, are they not? What show? The f- Friends. I'm a Doing. step behind here in a segment. What is going on here? No, Jennifer Aniston. I'm like on a delay. Friends. I know. I know. I remember her friends. <laughs> you remember that show? 
I, yeah. Let's, yes. Would yeah, you want to see that show you come back for like an hour-long special? No, oh, 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 wait a minute, Moose. Oh. Look what just happened. I actually forgot about this, this guy. This is not a minute. <laughs> I like cheese and the Packers to continue their winning ways. Minus five and a half over the Raiders. That was Bawami. As oh. you must. Blew the oh, bit. There you go. There you go. Um, so I, I'm sorry, I talked over the initial. Sorry, Bawami. Who did he like? Who did he pick? I don't know. Packers. Packers. Oh, he likes the Packers. I'm oh, still the stuck cheese. on the cheese line. Was funny. Actually. Yeah, the cheese line was good. There he is, Bawami. Three and zero. He is three and zero. He's looking to make it four and zero this week. He's three and zero last year. He sucked. Hot to begin, and then cooled off fast. Well, when the pressure's on, when the bit, when the game's get tougher to pick, that's when he just. I don't know about that. Oh, it's true. He, he. Yeah, I know he's your well, boy, the, but he stinks. Bawami cooled off last year, especially the hoops. Hoops is bad. The hoops was not Bawami's special. Clueless on hoops. He was lost. He was just trying to. Uh, <laughs> he was just trying to fit in. That's why he did the hoops. Okay, well, oh, that's nice. Okay. That Jennifer Aniston, by the way, she hasn't changed one bit. Man. Unbelievable. No, she's a beautiful. Tough woman. to segue out of Bawami into the beautiful. Jennifer I know. Aniston. Well, Bawami is a beautiful man. Oh, we don't know what he is. Beautiful figure. They he's dated a, a little bit. Yes. He was a sheep. Like, That's with, it. like with flowers around him. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yes. <laughs> What? I don't know. My across the way. Thank you. Uh, Folks, have yourself a wonderful weekend. Till Monday. Peace. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 